you know, there we all have that fantasy. We all hear about the American coming back from Europe being like, I found a European man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it like fizzles off. But no, it became like very, very real very quickly. Yeah. And, and of course, people were skeptical. Like I had a lot of friends and family that were that were like, oh, OK, are you sure? Like, be careful. Um, and then I had some friends and family that were like, yes, bitch, get it. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we have a very fun episode for you guys. Yeah. This was a, a lot, a lot of fun to, to talk with uh, this guest. She, very different from what we've had in the past. Oh, for sure. This is this is our first viral TikTok star also. Yes. By the way. So you may have seen her videos on TikTok about basically she started dating a man who lives overseas. So we got to hear all about their story, how it came to uh, with Casey Burns. So sweet. So nice. Love talking with her. Definitely check out her videos both on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, if you're ever thinking about traveling to Italy, she does a lot of great tips and tricks for if you're going over there. And now reviews too of like different hotels and resorts mm-hmm. and things like that. So just a lot of really cool travel tips in, in general. So she's really fun to watch. Yeah. If you want to look her up, she's at Casey Rose online. You can mm-hmm. find her. So, but before we get to the meet with Casey... We are sponsored, everybody. Hell yeah, we are. And we have a special treat this week from SunsetLakeCBD.com. They are running a Black Friday special that has already started and going till next week, December 1st. All products will be up to 60% off. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a hot deal. That's a giveaway. It is a giveaway. Yeah. And if you spend $100 or more, you are going to get a free jar of the CBD gummies that are our favorite. Shut up. Yes. $40 value. insane. Thrown in. Just a, this is a free 40 bucks. Exactly. But like it makes you happier, chills you out, mellows you out a little more than money. Yeah. And I, now that we have had done this ad, by the way, so many people have been talking to me about the CBD that they've been taking for years. Oh yeah. People talk to me about CBD all the time. I, <laughs> I, I, do, I said this a couple weeks ago. I have just conversation about dogs with arthritis and I'm like, why am I here? They're like CBD. I'm like, oh, that's okay. Right. You should lead with that. I know. But it's like, look, they already had great prices because it's straight from the farm. Mm-hmm. Super sustainable supporting locally grown and u.s businesses you can't go wrong and vermont baby you know i love the 802 oh yeah green Hell mountain yeah. state but you know what else they do erica that's it just blows my mind they're what? pretty pretty philanthropic which is nuts they have given over 16 grand to charitable organizations Woo! this year and for the black friday sales specifically 10 percent of those sales are going to be going to givedirectly.org, which is an international anti-poverty organization Hell yeah. and it sends cash directly to families and uh individuals in need so really really great uh thing to support this thanksgiving and holiday season so help out your girls with uh code sgs20 on your purchases and then also get a you know 60 percent off and help out people in need i don't i don't think you lose there no and you know what's really great about discounts what is you can get people gifts that are very nice gifts stocking stuffers baby oh yeah all their stuff fits yeah. in a stocking perfectly didn't even think of that yeah but i was being like man you can get someone a nice tincture the drops yeah that shit's pricey that they is. don't know you got 60 percent off they don't have to know that they don't know absolutely not they think you're a super generous person huh? yeah who gets cool gifts yeah and like, more. <laughs> yeah who who just gives cbd for christmas 
the coolest, that's pretty dope. The coolest people. That's a, that's some cool ant shit. Yeah, that yeah. is cool ant. That's, that's cool, cool ant energy. That's yeah. cool ant energy. Yeah, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> uh, anyways, if you want to help us out some more, I think you should join the Patreon. Yeah, but that sixty percent you're saving off this week, join the Patreon gang. All right. Hell yeah. The smallest contribution you can make is three dollars a month, five dollars a month. It's just like buying us a cup of coffee every month. Join us on Patreon.com/slash Shooters Got to Shoot. We're having a ball over there. It's a good time, baby. All right. Well, without further ado. Let's get to our guest. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. When the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine, that's some You may have seen her viral TikToks on at Casey Rose 4. Or you may have caught her YouTube channel, Casey Rose. It's Casey Burns. Woo-woo! Hey. Welcome to the show. We're so excited. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you came very, very highly recommended from a good friend oh, of both of ours, uh, Miss Maddie Kinsella. Yeah. Yeah. I know, she spoke so highly of you guys. I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta DM them. I had to sneak into their DMs, so I did. <laughs> Maddie sent me like pages and pages of DMs, and I was I'm like, sure I trust she you. Did. <laughs> yeah. She probably sent you like an Excel sheet. She's yeah. like, here are three supporting arguments. Like. <laughs> so organized yeah it was very impressive um but I mean yeah can you give us a bit of your backstory you went on a solo trip fell in love and now are just living the dream and our TikTok yeah Yeah, our TikTok Uh, famous I saw your love story on TikTok it's great (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my gosh it's too funny yeah no I um I'm from Michigan originally but I moved to New York when I was like 17 for college uh, went to school there for uh, dance, lived in New York for 10 years-ish. Um, went, yeah, I know. And then I went on a solo trip, like you mentioned, in 2018, where I met Dario, who is my boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were long distance for a year. He came to New York for a year. And then in January, we decided to move back to Italy together to Florence. So that's where I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I yeah, mm-hmm. I just did a solo trip uh, to Belgium, and it was really amazing. Yeah. But just what got you to go on this solo trip? You know, I kind of cheated. I had a work trip, so I was like, oh, I just I won't come home. <laughs> but <laughs> like solo travel is so intimidating. It is. It is. But I also think like when you accept the intimidating part, it really is the most like beautiful freeing experience and there's all those cliches of people like my solo trip changed my life and (laughs) it actually did though uh so I I spent like years and years waiting I'd always wanted to go to Italy I felt like a very strong pull to go to Italy um call it the universe working whatever that may be but I'd always had this really strong pull to go and so I spent like years waiting I was like oh wait till I have somebody to go with I'll just wait I'll wait um And then I got to a point where I was like, why am I waiting for somebody to go with? Like, this is so silly. I decided to, to book the solo trip, like get over the fear of doing it and, uh, bought a bottle of wine, cried and, and booked the, booked the flight. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. And so when you actually met Dario, can you walk us Mm -hmm. through that? Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So I, (laughs) I, I did, when I went, I did Venice, Florence, and Rome. Uh, and then I met Dario on my first day in Florence. I I had had a friend that studied abroad, uh, in Florence and told me about this jazz club that 
was where people went to listen to live music. And I love live music. So I decided to go um, for a second Florence. And yeah, I went in and the way that the seating is like, it's very open seating. Mm-hmm. And so you can just kind of talk to people. It's really great. And Dario was sitting like patty corner, kitty corner to me and thought he's cute. And luckily he thought the same. So yeah, he came over and said, ciao. I said, ciao. And I said, that's all the Italian I know. And he said, that's fine. We can speak in English. And then, yeah, we just talked like all, literally like all night. It was crazy. Yeah. That's amazing. Man, yeah. your, uh, your first night in Florence is a lot better than mine. I, <laughs> I, I went when I was like 15 or 16 on this high school trip oh, no. that just, they let the hall monitor take us. And like, we didn't have <laughs> no. to do, yeah, it was crazy. And we didn't have to do anything academic. So we were just drinking bottom shelf limoncello. We're hammered and for people who haven't been to Florence like you can attest it's just people in the streets at night like yeah. it is a party yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're yeah. drunk teenagers just being assholes and we <laughs> oh all end God. up getting like split up and so I, at one point I'm just like making out with this random Italian man in the street and I see <laughs> a good friend of mine a good guy friend just look at me and uh, somehow emerge out of the crowd and he was like oh no and he walks into the middle of the street and sc- puts his arm up and screams americans assemble and we did our whole group we we're just like yep that's our time we flocked to the center of florence and he was like we're going home <laughs> hilarious i actually ran into a group from molly's high school in italy on a trip with my family and they taught me they called them cello bombs yeah. <laughs> Instead of Jaeger bombs, they were like, we invented cello bombs. And it was lemon jello dropped in Red Bull. It was. I'm from a weird place, oh okay? God. <laughs> I was like, what? You got to tell. Let's flip this podcast around. You got to tell me more about that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Cello bombs and an Americans assemble. I feel like that's a universal thing that we could use. Just Americans yeah. assemble and then everybody within a vicinity of like three feet just. Yeah, comes together. It works. You should try it out. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, Meet more I'm people. You tonight. I'll report back. <laughs> I'll report back how it goes. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> but anyways, back to you know your your good Florence experience, yeah, your love story, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Were you ever like this is insane? Like I, uh, what am I doing? Right yeah, now? I, yeah, a little bit, but honestly, like. It's so crazy because we we were having like the best time. We spent my three days in Florence together and I was kind of in a moment in my life where I was just like, well, whatever happens, happens, like go with it. And I was, which is very unlike me being like a type A Sagittarius. I was like, (laughs) whatever happens. And my, my Maddie's texting me like, are you okay? Like (laughs) all of this stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so we spent three days in Florence together and um, then I left to go to Rome and I remember, uh, I remember texting Maddie, actually, I was like, Maddie, I just met my future husband in Florence and I left him there. And like, oh that's it. And I was crying on the train and Maddie, wow. Maddie try, being the good friend she is. She was like, well, there's, don't worry. There's more. <laughs> She's so positive. <laughs> there's like, another you know. ball for two minutes. <laughs> there's another husband in Rome. Don't worry. <laughs> she was the best. She was like, you're going to Rome. I was like, no. True. <laughs> Fuck the Coliseum. Literally. So how did you guys oh. stay in touch? Because also Europeans are very wow. finicky. They will not iMessage. Like, did you have no. to download WhatsApp no, they, for this yeah. man? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they move to the I States, they don't they don't do it. Yeah, they no. Don't. no. I had downloaded WhatsApp to stay in touch with my friends and family anyway. Okay. But I remember, yeah, he was like, Well, you have WhatsApp, right? And he was like, and I was like, Yeah, of course. And so we we honestly, like, as cheesy as it sounds, we FaceTime every day. Like, really? Literally every day. While you were in yeah, Rome we or when you got home? Every both we didn't FaceTime when I was in Rome but we texted literally every day and it's funny that you say like Europeans aren't aren't like that because I always have said that Dario is a very rare breed of Italian (laughs) (laughs) um and the fact that he was like every single day um yeah and then we we FaceTimed every single day we had our we had our time every single day that we that we connected with each other so yeah crazy when uh when you were back in the states how long was it until you physically <laughs> saw each other again once you came back to the States? Actually, it wasn't that long because I, you know, I had kind of made not a joke, but uh, when I was leaving Florence, I was like, well, if you ever like want to come to New York, I was like, you have a place to stay, like basically shooting my shot, if you will. Yeah. And um, I didn't think anything of it. And then and then we were talking one day on one of our calls. And he's like, yeah, so I booked a ticket. And I was like, what? Oh my God. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he came. Yeah. And then he came, he came, uh, like a month later, two months later. Wow. Two months later. If he wanted he to, he would, you know, <laughs> I know. Yeah. it was really like, Oh shit. <laughs> this was not a joke. Um, yeah. So it wasn't that long. It wasn't like that long that we didn't see each other for. Yeah. I mean, that's just a message to people we all know, or we've all been there of your, like, we've been talking for a few months. <laughs> And it's like, oh, homeboy, he's, he's only an hour away and he hasn't come to see you in a few months. It's like this man took an eight hour plane, probably a longer travel day if it's from Florence. But eight, what's the plane from Rome? Eight hours? I think it's eight. eight yeah. Like, right? Yeah. It's like That's a whole hours. day. Yeah. That's yeah. losing a day. You're going, you know. Going back know. in time. Going back so in time. Funny. Literally. And it's so funny because when I, when I got back from Italy, I kind of was like, I met a boy. Like, yeah. I met a boy in Italy. And all my friends were like, oh, that's nice. Like, <laughs> That's nice. Like, sure. Yeah. And, and, and then I was like, yeah. And then I came back one day and I was like, yeah. So he booked a flight and they all like, were like, oh, oh my God. Okay. I was like, yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were people's yeah. reactions? Like as you, like he moved to New York as he really was coming yeah. here. People were like, oh, what's happening? At that point, like when, when he came the first time to New York, he was like, I love it here. Like, I want to find work here. He's also like, he's a chef, so he can work anywhere, which is mm. really great and has worked in other countries. So he is very flexible in that sense and loves to travel very open-minded. Um, so then he came back again a month later after his first visit and looked for work. Um, and then that's when I think people started realizing like, oh, this man, like this, this is a real thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think people like not, not didn't take it seriously, but I think, you know, there, we all have that fantasy. We all hear about the American coming back from Europe being like, I found a European man yeah. <laughs> like, and like fizzles off, but no, it became like very, very real, very quickly. Um, yeah. And, and of course people were skeptical. Like I had a lot of friends and family that were, that were like, Oh, okay. Are you sure? Like, be careful. Um, and then I had some friends and family that were like, yes, bitch, get it. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> it Carpe diem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was really, it was really back and forth. Really, really back and forth. Well, I think a great um, sign was overall, he came and was looking for work. 
Yeah. It yeah. Wasn't... And that's kind of when people, yeah, that's kind of when people knew like, okay, this is serious, you know? Um, and then he officially moved in uh, December one, one year later. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I have to ask, did you originally Tell move me. in together or did he have his own place? <laughs> no. No, I, uh, we both agreed. Luckily we both, we both were like, I feel like I want you to experience like New York, not on your own. Cause you're, we're together, but like, I want to, I think it's important after being long distance that we don't like yeah. <laughs> yeah. jump out of the gun right away. Um, and at that point, you know, I, we, we both knew that this was it for each other, but I was like, I want you to have your New York experience and, and all that stuff. Um, so he moved into his own place in Brooklyn uh, and was there for, for three months and then the pandemic hit. Damn, <laughs> so then yeah. that changed, everybody left. And then he spent more time, uh, at my apartment cause I, all my roommates left. And then we ended up moving in together very shortly after that, just because of how it all worked out. So yeah, but yeah. right away now. Yeah. We've said this a few times, the pandemic either just significantly escalated our relationship or significantly like destroyed it <laughs> yeah it was it there's no in between mm-hmm. it was one or the other and I remember coming out people were like how is it going and I was like oh it's it's like great like we had such a good time you know spending so much time together and people were like well I guess that's how you know that it's gonna yeah. work because <laughs> yeah or a lot of married people spent the pandemic together <laughs> you know for it being such a terrible time we we had a lot of good memories together so yeah that's so okay. cute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then what made you decide to pull the plug on New York and move back to Italy? Well, I was a, I mean, like I said, I was a dancer in New York. And so when the pandemic hit, my entire career, like, shut off in an instant. Like, I couldn't go to class. I couldn't go to auditions. I couldn't do anything. Um, And I... When that happened, I realized that I felt relieved, which uh, mm-hmm. not so great uh, if that's your career, your chosen career. And so there was like a big, I was like going through a crisis, like a midlife crisis. I was like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and I really, I had a lot of months of reflection and then I don't know. I don't know what it was. I think it was just me me realizing maybe I didn't want to pursue this career anymore. And like, I, I love to travel. I've always wanted to live in a different country. I've always wanted to live abroad and it came really at a, at a good time. Um, yeah, I was the one that brought it up to him. He didn't even mention, I was like, what if we, well, yeah, I was like, what if we went to Italy for six months trial basis? And he said, yeah, we talked about it and yeah. And now here we are a year later. Not six months. <laughs> Do you think you're in Italy to stay? Do you think you're like this is where I, I want the rest so. of my life to be? Wow. Yeah, I that's mean, cool. I mean, that's, but yeah, but I think like the a cool thing about, or a thing that I really appreciate about my and Barry's relationship is that we don't want to stick ourselves at any one place. We're very open in communication with each other about that fact. And right now, Italy feels like the right place to be. I have a lot of like cool things going for me, and Dario has a lot of cool things on the horizon for him here. So. We're both just kind of like, right now, Italy feels good. And if one day we want to live in Germany, we'll live in Germany. If we want to live in England, we'll live in England. You know, it's, it's, um, yeah, just knowing that we're in it together. So, yeah. 
Especially, European, I'm sorry. No, I was just say Europeans are so much cooler. Like I have an aunt who uh, she. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. My aunt met a Swede uh, as she was finishing up college and kind of did something uh-huh. similar to you of just you know a trial period. Ended up marrying him, staying yeah. over there, and I have a cousin who was raised in Stockholm, and she is just so much smarter, so much cooler. Like speaks multiple yeah. languages. She's been bilingual since she was like four. She would come over and what visit. I was that? livid. <laughs> Oh, I know. I was so, I'm so mad over here because everybody, like, I'm trying to learn Italian, right? Mm-hmm. And every time I go into a store, I'm like, here we go. And they, they clock me right away. They're yeah. like, this American. And they speak <laughs> English right away. Yeah. And they speak English right away. And I'm like, can you just, because I want to, I want to speak another language too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to be cool too. <laughs> go to Paris. They won't speak English to you. <laughs> That'd be so mean. <laughs> That's what I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that, so maybe. <laughs> uh, but I was going to say what I thought was really cool is like, you know, I came across your TikTok originally for this love story, right? But then as you kept popping in my algorithm, I was like, oh, now you're doing these like really awesome like travel tips or places to go yeah. or even little things of like slang to know the language better. Yeah. Like, I love that you also just kind of like dove into where the universe kind of started to take you. You're like, oh, I have these people on yeah. TikTok now. Now I'm in Italy and I'm genuinely going through like just the whole experience of like, I'm an American. I'm trying to learn the culture. I'm trying to get more comfortable that I loved that. But I was like, oh, okay. You didn't get fame and just be like, I'm just going to be famous now. (laughs) But you know, no, No, I was like, I fucked up. Here's what I did wrong. Let me take you along with me. Like that's pretty much what it was. No, it was the whole TikTok thing and all the social media is crazy because like I did not use tiktok before mm-hmm. i didn't use social media i would post a photo maybe every two months and then i had tiktok never uploaded anything had it for purely like cooking videos and videos of cats like that's literally <laughs> what was my algorithm um and i made when we were on the plane going over to italy i made a, a compilation video a compilation video of mine and dario's relationship purely to show him i like found a Aww. pretty song and i was like I know, gross, right? I was like, I made a video on our relationship. And he's like, cool. And then I shut off my phone for 17 hours. And then I opened back up and the and the video had gone viral. Oh my God. That's and we crazy. were in, yeah, crazy. And then we were in quarantine, mandatory quarantine for two weeks. And I was bored. So I was like, well, I'm learning all this cool stuff. Might as well put it on the internet because... <laughs> I'm fucking up. Got to take everybody along with me on my mistakes. So yeah. And then it just really like evolved since there. And now, yeah, they, it's cool to to watch because it's random and weird and still figuring it out. <laughs> yeah. But I think the pandemic that happened to a lot of people of like, I'm a comedian. And so art industry yeah. shut down as well. And there were many people that quit or they took a different direction. They became more yeah. writers. But then there's also a lot of people who started. Like, yeah, when the world shut down, it really made people go, what do I want to do? What do I like doing? Or look at your life and be yeah. like, what's pulling me? Mm-hmm. So I just love that you exactly. like leaned into it. and like, look where you are now. It's crazy. Yeah, I think like, I mean, life's just too short to like not follow the things that your gut's telling you to do. Like mm-hmm. if there's anything that pandemic has taught us, like it's just you got to do the shit that, you, that your gut's telling you to do. You got to do the shit that scares you because it's just like life is too short not to. So it scared the hell out of me. So why not do it? <laughs> um, in your move to Italy and building a relationship over there, what have been some of those like major cultural differences and like major fuck ups that you've had? <laughs> oh my God. Where do I start? Uh, <laughs> oh, on a, on a very like basic level, I broke the spaghetti once and that was like, Oh, that's bad. Right. Mm. Oh, it's bad. Ooh, it's bad. <laughs> 
and and Dario is a chef so it was really like double whammy like stuck it to the heart uh, <laughs> one cooking yeah, to clarify so, for people that don't know mm-hmm. before you put it in the yeah, pot broke you broke it spaghetti. yeah okay yes yes, yes. <laughs> it's like some people are like broke yeah, this broke uh, oh yeah <laughs> is oh, that yeah, a weird sex thing like, what is this girl doing over in Italy? Yeah. <laughs> the Kama Sutra of Italians. The broken spaghetti. Yeah. Listen, there's something there that we... Yeah. Anyway, That's your uh... next TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for the idea. <laughs> yeah. So I broke the spaghetti into the pot. That's what I did. Yeah. And that was a big no-no. But I think, like, I mean, honestly, the biggest, like, there are so many little culture differences, obviously, which I document, you know, all of them, which is why I started the six part culture difference series. Cause I was <laughs> like, here's everything. Um, but I think like, honestly, the biggest one was, was not knowing the language very well. Like I started learning Italian when I moved here. Um, and I desperately want to learn it. It's literally my number one goal, but, uh, that was definitely, and it still is like a very big challenge and a very big like culture difference like it's probably the biggest whammy that I can think of just because it's so like it affects everything that you do here right so Mm -hmm. yeah and when you moved were things pretty shut down still because Italy was one of the hardest Mm -hmm. places hit during the pandemic right yeah Mm -hmm. what was yeah we were still yeah well we were still in a red zone uh Mm -hmm. which Italy had divided uh each region by color and red zone was like you cannot like go outside basically Mm -hmm. we could go like outside but everything was shut down restaurants bars like museums like you really could not do anything you could you had to stay close to your house like it was crazy um and I think like gosh moving abroad like during that situation was not easy just because you you it's really hard to meet people Mm -hmm. right and speaking on the language barrier thing you know even still now everybody wears masks and I can't hear Mm -hmm. very well I can't read the lips very well um yeah so it's definitely like been some challenges but it's getting it's back to normal now back to as normal as normal is in 2021 but yeah yeah whatever that and like were you just sitting there of like I'm in Florence and I can go nowhere. <laughs> like that must yeah. have been really frustrating. Oh yeah. I was like, wow, Italy looks so beautiful from my window. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> my mom's like, how is it? And I'm like, well, <laughs> we're here. Yeah. You're like, I drove by a winery. <laughs> it <Yeah>. looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we ordered our groceries. They're very fresh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, do you have any advice for people that like their biggest fear about maybe switching countries even switching like states wherever they want to move and you know start Mm -hmm. over I feel like a lot of times with just the language barrier alone you're very worried about like being lonely and unable to like connect with people right so what advice would you give to someone that's like I want to make a move but I'm worried about being lonely and being like fresh in a new place like was there anything that helped you Mm -hmm. kind of find other people and connect social media big time there are so much, there's so much value in social media for as bad of a rep as it gets. Like there are Facebook groups. There's like four different Facebook groups of just foreigners in Florence. Um, and that was, that has been really helpful in just finding other people to even like speak your own language, whatever language that is. It is so helpful to just hear something that is familiar to you, mm-hmm. especially when you're moving abroad and you find a lot of friends that way, honestly. But I think going above and above that, um, 
it, I think it's just like being open to receiving it. That sounds so like cliche and cheesy, but I remember like when I went on the solo trip and I didn't have anybody with me, I met people by literally just like being in a bar and just being open to like receiving friends. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think those two things were definitely the biggest things that helped me when I first moved here. And it's not easy to, to find people in a foreign country. Like it's not, um, especially when you're far away from people that you, that you grew up with or people that really, really know you, it's, it can be a challenge, but if you just stick with it and you, you trust in the process, if you will, um, you will find people. It's just like, you have to go through the lonely period, if you will, first. And to add to that, yeah. um, because I, I've followed you on social media for a bit and seen that you've done things yeah. very much as like an individual. So what type of things have you done to also build a life outside of yours and Dario's and make more of like an individual life for yourself there? Gosh, so many things. Honestly, the Facebook groups were really, really helpful. But I think the biggest thing was just like walking around and getting comfortable with like the city and forcing yourself like, cause homesickness is such a real thing. Like it happens to everybody. Right. And it's normal and it's totally okay. Cause it's just part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like you kind of have to just, you kind of have to just force yourself to get out there mm -hmm. and, and try to immerse yourself into the culture, into the city as much as you can, whether that means going to festivals, going to museums, going to restaurants, walking around and, and doing like a walking tour, even things like that. Um, just to really try to immerse yourself into your new home as much as you can. At least it helped me a lot. Yeah. Speaking of homesickness, this is yep. coming out on Thanksgiving day. How do you handle uh, holidays, uh, away from family and in a foreign country and especially very American holidays? Honestly, Dario has been really, really great about that. Mm -hmm. I am, we're having like a little Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving thing here. He okay. invited all his friends and, and stuff like that. And it's just like, it's an American holiday and there's a bunch of food. And that was enough to get people to come over. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, FaceTime really helps too. Like mm -hmm. I'm planning on FaceTiming my family, um, which is going to be very, very helpful. But it is hard. To, like it is hard. It's still, I had a moment the other day where I was like sad for a, a little bit. Cause mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, like I'm missing you know, I wish I could like be with my friends in New York and like I've done for years and years, but I think it's also looking forward to making new memories here. And like, what, even if that is an American holiday, like there's a way that you can have it here, uh, in order to make yourself feel at home. Right. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to having them here. I'm, I'm a little sad, but I'm also like very excited to see what they're like here. So. Yeah. And I think in talking to my aunt all of these years uh, and yeah. how she does American holidays, it's also kind of been a way for her to see just the life that she's built and how it's grown, you yeah. know, because every year she's like, oh, I have friends who want to do an American Thanksgiving. And she's like, that's so cool that, you know, people love me and want to <laughs> celebrate with me yeah. and, and make sure that I'm not alone. So I think it's it's yeah. really neat that you have that. Yeah. And like, it's so cute. I was walking down uh, in the market here the other day in Florence and there's like stands because they know that Thanksgiving is coming up for the Americans. And so there's stands. I know there's stands with like turkeys and, <laughs> and they're like Thanksgiving. It's really like, it's cute. Like there are, no I think no matter where you are, like you will find, you will find ways to make you feel at home and things that you can connect to no matter where you are. Right. Mm -hmm. So even if you were somebody, um, a European living in the States, there are ways to be able to connect to 
your country, your traditions, your cultures, things that you grew up with. It just maybe might be a little unconventional, but there are ways to connect. Mm-hmm. Just got to find them. Have you found in like relating with Dario and then new friends too, that yeah. there's like these American cliches that they have about you and you're just like, what's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, that we are very smiley and loud. Yeah. We are. Funny, the <laughs> Italians are loud yeah. as shit. What the hell? Hilarious. Oh, I know. I know, but like still, like whenever, oh my gosh, they're like, your teeth are your teeth are so white. Why it's always are the all teeth. Guys? I had a friend. Mm. Yes, it's always the teeth and we're always very smiley and we're very um, friendly with like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like even the cashier, I'm just like, how was your day? Like, how's your mom? Is she okay? Like, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we're very personable. I think that's because um, you're from Michigan. Yeah, I was like, that might be you, dude. Maybe. I don't. I've never gotten that feedback from someone. I like people ask me for directions in New York because they're like, you feel like a New Yorker because you look like you just know where you're going, and you're like, don't talk to me. Yeah, but and I just make it but up. Still here, but still here. Like your parents are just like, I don't know. They can clock you from a mile away, but definitely mm-hmm. like the teeth thing. Like like I said, I've had so many of Dario's friends be like. I have to ask you, why are all your teeth so white? Like, what do you guys Hilarious. do? We brush and I'm them. Like, yeah. I'm like, I brush them, and they're like, yeah, but like, what else? Like, they're very, like, they're like, there's got to be something else. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, braces. I'm like, well, I had those. What you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It's so yeah. funny. Because I was like, a lot it's of European so funny. countries, it's just if your teeth are straight, they think that's less yeah, attractive. Well, yeah. But that's like an American yeah. sign. They're like, mm-hmm. that's an American right there. Straight teeth. Mm-hmm. I, oh gosh, I guess so. I didn't know that one before I came here, but geez. Very English. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. My well, dad's a dentist. And if we yeah. ever travel anywhere, he'll just walk into a dental Thank office you. he sees. He's oh, just like, yeah. I'm a dentist from America. <laughs> what do you guys do here? Like, like, he's just like amazed to see one. He's like, good. <laughs> he did My that when we were in Ireland. Yep. Did he? Yeah. Ireland. He's done it when we were in Italy. Anyway, here. Yeah. My so. mom's a real estate agent. And every time we pass a real estate office, she'd be like, "Ha, ah, that's me." <laughs> she'd be like looking at the. I was like, "Oh God, oh no." Exactly. That's so funny. You guys are fun to talk to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this is very fun. We've had a Patty lot of was like, "You're gonna have a blast." Have you? I can tell. Patty's <laughs> like, "You're gonna love them. They're amazing." She gave also me a full spread breakdown. She's like, "Here are five supporting arguments why you will love them." Is this your friend okay. that also does the full astrology breakdown? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. She goes that hard on just astrology. I'm sure. I'm yeah. Sure. What's Dario's sign? <laughs> <laughs> did she do a compatibility chart? <laughs> yes, she did. She's like, "Okay, what time was he born?" <laughs> like ah Aquarius and Sag like that was the first question you know that was the first question she asked me when I was like I met a boy in Italy she's like what's his sign I was like Aquarius I'll tell you if your crime's justified (laughs) okay so I'm kind of curious of so for we set up that or we know Dario moved first to New York for you and then you moved to Italy do you feel like there was ever a point where people reacted differently to like him upping his life for a relationship versus you sort of uprooting your life for a relationship? Mm. Like if there was any gender differences in that decision? You know, um, I think being, being a girl, uh, my dad was very protective of, mm-hmm. of me. <laughs> I'm also his only child. So he Ooh. was like, right, yeah, there we go. There's mm. the reaction. That was exactly what went on in my head. Um, yeah, I mean, he was a little just like, are you sure? Like, are you 
okay, I guess if that's what you want to do, but he was also the same way about when I took my solo trip. So I think Mm -hmm. in that aspect, um, yes, Dario was a little bit different. His, his, he's lived in other countries before for like years, Mm -hmm. um, for work. So I think when, when he told his mom, uh, she was like, I know that's okay. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And she, I know the sweetest woman. Right. Um, yeah, but I think like, overall pretty pretty like good feedback it was just maybe a little bit of shock Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little bit of sadness but being as that we we talked every day we were long distance for for so long I think it didn't come as a surprise to any of our families when I think they were just kind of waiting for it Mm -hmm. um for one of us to be like so I'm moving yeah and then it ended up being both of us but (laughs) yeah yeah well also like yeah in that regard yeah. And like the timing for you to move, everyone was moving and to mm-hmm. kind of position it as a yeah. trial period. That's a yeah. smart. <laughs> yeah. <what else? laughs> yeah. Picked a, picked a hell of a year to do it. Like, yeah, sure. Pandemic. Why not? Can't see Let's you guys anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's move to a different country. Hey, like psychotic now that I think of it, but worked out. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah. Or I think like from a parental perspective, I feel mm-hmm. like my parents would feel this way of like the fact that he came yeah. to you for a year and then you were like, yeah. Hey, I want to yeah. go there and try there of like, yeah. I can't imagine if I go on some trip to Europe, come back talking to some guy, however yeah. long, even if he comes to visit. And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to move to Europe. My parents yeah. would be like, excuse me. <laughs> like my dad would be like, and no ring. What What's going on? Like, you know, like that, that I think there would be a little bit of like yeah. a gender stereotype, but, but in both ways yeah. of like, my mom is afraid anytime I go to LA that I'm going to meet someone well, and just move across exactly. the country. So like a domestic flight. She's like, please don't. <laughs> my dad's yeah, convinced I'm going to move to London. I'm sure. Cause I talked to is him the he- other day. I went one work trip to London and he was like, are they going to make you move there? And I was like, no, like my market is the U S why would they do that? <laughs> and he was like, I just, I don't want do you to I move there. Do I need to start looking for apartments? Like yeah. what do I need to yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> like I've got five websites up. Yeah. Terrified. <laughs> truly terrified. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely. It was, I think that aspect of it helped too. Like the fact that he came, he came to New York for a year first and moved first, uh, Definitely put some minds, some minds at ease. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, is his family close to where you guys are living now? Like, have you had a chance to really get yeah. to know them during this time? Yeah, luckily, yes. And they're, they're honestly great. Um, I wish, and this is the thing that like, I always talk about so openly. I wish I could like actually communicate with them because I'm mm-hmm. still learning Italian and they don't really speak English. That's tough. Um, but they're truly like, they are the kindest people. So lucky, but yeah, there is like that, that bit of challenge in a, in a international relationship that sometimes they, the in-laws don't speak your language. So <laughs> all the more reason no. to learn. Yeah. I, no, I mean, some people would say it's a blessing, but <laughs> they'd be like, sounds no. like a great relationship. <laughs> like, sometimes that cultural barrier is great. They're like, she made fun of you and she no. has no idea. So, you know, everybody's happy. <laughs> So no, you- no, but they're, they're so kind. And like, we, we are able to have hold a conversation and they help me a lot with my Italian, which is great. That's good. Yeah. And it's nice that you basically, you don't feel like they're like, oh, he's dating this American girl. Yeah. No. Oh my gosh. No. And I was worried about that, honestly, because I think we all understand that the, the rep that we think Americans have abroad. And so 
that was probably one of the first things I actually asked Ari. I was like, are they like nervous that I need them where I come from and stuff? And uh, yeah, no, they've been so, so welcoming and so kind. So welcoming and so kind. It was funny. His grandma, uh, his, his Nana, she's like 94 or something like that. And she, so she lived through the second world war. And so when she found out that I was American, she was like, oh my God, amazing. We love them. Like we love them. Thank you for your so, service. I was like, oh yeah, thank you for my service. Hilarious. I was like, yeah, yes, yes. You're welcome. Like, it is funny of just like the like rep that we think that we have abroad. And yeah. really the only place I've ever had people be rude because I'm American is Paris. But everywhere else, I feel like people are just so, so excited to talk to Americans. Yeah. And like, Why are you here? What are you doing? What's going on? And to use English. Yeah. I mean, I've yeah, been roasted no, by Australians pretty hard <laughs> anywhere I go. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, no well, traveling though. Yeah. Yeah. But not in Australia. Oh, yeah, no, no. no. No, they'll, I mean, don't get me wrong. They will roast. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and not in a bad way in like a joking way. And only if I'm along in with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I roast them right back. I'm like, go eat some pasta. I don't even know. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, yeah, I, I haven't experienced any, any negativity toward me being American here. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really funny. Actually, it's exactly what you said. People get very excited, mm-hmm. um, especially to practice their English. But, and then, you know, if I say I'm from New York, they're like, oh my God, <laughs> they lose it, oh, lose it. Absolutely. Lose it. And I was super, yeah, I was super nervous about that when I first traveled abroad too, because, because of, you know, our, our democracy at the time, um, <laughs> I was a little nervous, but, uh, no, I, I've always been so welcome. Definitely not at all. Like what, what I think we think people abroad think of us and of course there are always you know there's always the few but overall it's been very very kind I went I stayed in a hotel recently and the hotel owner small family-run hotel uh he's like you're from you're American and I was like yeah yeah and he was like oh, I love you guys I love you guys because you don't complain like you guys just like if something's wrong we fix it and then you guys are like good you know mm-hmm. um and you don't hold over head. it was very interesting to hear perspectives okay. on that end too. Yeah, the not complaining. That's super, super interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure if, if that's like a whole yeah. thing, but from his perspective, he was I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. sure. Like, are you familiar <laughs> with the Karen <laughs> memes? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so have you heard of Karen? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. But yeah, it's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah. Definitely yeah. not as bad as I think we we would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that I think that there's more stereotypes of people coming to America. Like we're worse to other cultures, I feel like, when they come here. I think so. And that's kind of part of the reason why I started like the TikTok too and Instagram was because I I wanted to show that uh, culture differences are really cool. And just Mm -hmm. because they might seem strange or abnormal to you, it doesn't mean that they are strange or abnormal. It's just different, right? Mm -hmm. It's just different than what you do normally. Um, and I try to explain it in a way so that, you know, cause stereotypes, they don't do anything. They don't, they don't service anybody other than promote false narratives. Right. And, and at the end of the day, a person, an individual cannot choose where they were born. They cannot choose their nationality. They can't choose where they come from. They can't choose what they were taught in school. They can't choose any of that. Right. Um, and so I think if we can promote 
the idea of culture differences in that sense, as opposed to stereotypes, I think it will create a better overall picture about countries and where people come from and understanding and respect and, and everything that comes along with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it opens up so much more just empathy and it just an open. It does, for, right? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I think like, that's what I, what I hope to, to do just have a little bit more empathy because there's so much hate and icky things in the world for things that we don't understand, which isn't servicing anybody. So if we can show how cool they are instead, (laughs) life will be so much better, right? (laughs) Yeah. You're going to solve all the problems. (laughs) Could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I love that. Like, don't worry. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's beautiful though. I am curious. you know call it like stars aligning or what but do you think (laughs) do you think you would be where you are today if you went on that first trip with a friend no Hmm. no Mm -mm. no no way because I I would have yeah I maybe would have met Dario but I wouldn't have spent three days with him Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have spent talking with him I would have spent talking with my friend Mm -hmm. Mm. you know yeah it it really was it's crazy when I think back on it now. We 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 were talking about it the other day. It randomly comes up in our conversation where we're like, "That happened," and we were like, "Okay, yeah, sure." <laughs> yeah. You know, we had so casual about it. Um, but now everything just really like lined up, and it's it's crazy to look back at it now and just see how everything really was like a puzzle piece falling into place. But I just didn't know it at the time. So so wild, wild girl, wild. <laughs> okay, so we do two wrap-up questions and we have two to choose from um so you can pick which one you want to do the one the first is what's the best piece of dating advice you've ever received or the other one is can you remember a time that you've shot your shot and was it a hit or a miss oh the best piece of dating advice I ever I ever received was uh to pay attention to how the person treats um wait staff uh Mm. at a restaurant it's a good one yeah it is. It is, right? Because how you treat a person in any situation is how you treat anybody. And it tells you a lot about a person, of how they treat somebody that is working for them or have if who is not in the same stature of them. Um, mm-hmm. So that was definitely the biggest piece of dating advice. Shoot my shot. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, with Dario, I got to say, I really was just like, do you want to come sit over here? Like, come oh, sit. You initiated? <laughs> he came over and said, ciao. And I said, ciao. And then he, he was like, we can talk in English. And I said, all right, come sit down. Like, Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Um, yeah. So many of them. But yeah, I would say I was kind of the one. And I I think it did hit. I think you hit. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun to talk to you. Uh, everybody, you want to follow yeah, Casey? So fun. Yeah, if you're not following her already on TikTok, it's Casey Rose number four. And on Instagram, it's Casey Rose underscore. So definitely look her up. Especially, hey, if you're ever thinking about going to Italy, should go save her videos in a <laughs> folder or something. Like, keep all those tips right on hand. So thank you so much for Thanks, joining us. Guys. Yeah. And Thanks if you guys- for having me. And if you guys want to follow us, we're on Instagram at Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod um, and Instagram at Sparica with two A's. And I'm at the guaca underscore Molly. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.